Service has always been at the core of everything we do here at Atlas. On this episode, we talk to Alicia Caracella, Atlas recruiter and military veteran. Atlas All Access starts now. Alicia, welcome. Thank you for having it's, me. It's almost like we're back in the office again, but we're not quite yet. No, but it's very weird. <laughs> we will soon, yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I know that you've you've got a deep military background, right? You yes. chose to serve early on. Talk to me about why. Why did you choose military service? I think it was always a calling, but at the time I made the decision, I was in college. I graduated high school. Let me backtrack. I graduated high school at 17, and so I went to UNL, University of Nebraska-Lincoln, at 17, and I think that's a terrible idea for any 17-year-old. Yes. So I did a lot more um, partying than studying, and so then I came back to UNO, and I just didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what I wanted to major in, so I was like, well, life needs to take a new path and go on a new adventure, and this is something I think I always wanted to try, so I just went for it. How, like, what introduced you to it like what did when did you decide like okay this is what I want to do I think I just walked into a recruiter's office and just I think one day just, just one day well I think the catalyst was probably 9-11 mm-hmm. which is I think the catalyst for my generation of wanting to join in wanting mm-hmm. to serve so you know 10 years later there's still a war going on and I felt that need to serve interesting so you you experienced some pretty amazing things I did Walk me through some of these things, because it, it, at face value, when Dolan starts telling me these stories, like the things that you did and stuff, I'm like, th- seriously? That I had no idea. So walk me through some of these things. Um, I want to say the coolest thing I ever did was run the helicopter landing zone for President Obama's helicopter during the German-American ceremony in um, Normandy, France, at Omaha Beach. So wow. that was pretty cool. Wow. Um, let's see. I was deployed to Afghanistan in 2012. I received... Um, Chuck Nagel, the Secretary of Defense's um, coin, which is one of the highest coins you can get other than getting the president's coin itself. So, Explain what that is because that's, I mean, that seems really cool, but I have no idea, as not serving in the military, I have no idea what that is. So I have a a coin collection. So you get coins for doing um, good things like, so higher ranking people hand out their coins like a general or the Secretary of Defense. And when you get these coins, it's kind of a competition between you and your fellow soldiers is who has the highest ranking coin and whoever has the highest ranking coin doesn't have to buy the drinks. Oh, this I've seen this like in movies or something where you all put them on the table and, and slap whoever. them down and see who has the highest. Right, one. that's actually a real thing. It's a real know. thing. Wow, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, what else? Because it, it sounds like when you when you served in Afghanistan, there were there were some firsts, especially as a female. Yes. Right. Yep. So I was, as far as I know, to my knowledge, I was told I was the first um, United States female soldier to um, serve um, on the border of Torkum, which is the western. Let me see the the western border of Afghanistan, eastern border of Pakistan. So that's like the main gate um, there. So I was the first United States female soldier to um, ever border patrol basically that area. I, take me back to like what that was like there. Like give me an idea of what it was like to be on that border. And um, It was interesting. So there was a lot of um, military compounds around us, but it's really just a, a true gate, a, a road and a sidewalk. And they just 
come in and we have to check the vehicles, we have to check the carts, we have to check the personnel, and we're work working closely with our interpreters and with other um, Border Patrol agents, mm -hmm. and I mean, that's really it. There's just a ton of kids and a ton of trash. <laughs> I mean, it was hot, smelly, like, <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. <laughs> but it was like like a legit checkpoint, like mm -hmm. that type of thing. 100%. So, so I, I can only imagine, like, what's your adrenaline like on something like that? Because you, you never know. You hear the stories of, you know, the, the driving a, a vehicle in with a bomb in it or something like that. Like, I assume you were on alert all the time. Yeah, but I think at that moment, you kind of resign yourself to this is my job. So whatever happens, happens. This is what my purpose is. So I guess for me, maybe in those moments, I was feeling less adrenaline. I think I felt the most adrenaline when I was coming into country, you know, flying over and getting into country because it was the unknown. But once I was there, I was like, hey, I've been trained for this. This is just my job. Interesting. How long, then how long did you serve? So I was in for three and a half-ish years. Okay. And then what branch? I guess I didn't even know. <laughs> I branch. was in the Army. Army, okay. Uh, would, you, would you go back and do anything differently now? Is there anything that you think like, I, I would do this differently or I would have stayed longer or I would have, or that type of thing? If I was going to do something differently, I think I would have gone and tried to apply for the green to gold program, which is so green mean being enlisted, gold being the officer side. I would have gotten, you know, my bachelor's degree while I was still in and transferred over into a role of being an officer where I could really be a leader for other young women and other young soldiers. Interesting. And that would that would have happened like, like later in your career there? In, yeah, in, I could have done that while I was still in. Why did you choose not to? Um, I chose to get out just because of the culture of the military at the time. It, it wasn't very female friendly. I went through a lot of negative things mm. when I was in. And I think like for my own mental, my own mental sake, I just couldn't handle it anymore. And now that I've had some time removed away from it, I wish I could have been figured that out for myself so I could have been a role model for other people and helped other soldiers. Let's, let's take a step back. How old were you when you enlisted then? 19. And then, so then you were 21 when you got out? Is that 22? Yes, 22. 21? I think I just turned 22. 22. Wow. So, fast forward to now. Mm -hmm. How do you apply that, this, everything that you learned and the experiences that you had, how does that, are there any parallels to recruiting? Is there any parallels to what you do now? Like how? Talk me through that. So, at first I didn't see the parallels, but with COVID and the nurses being on the front line and things of that nature, it brought me back to being on the front line where I wish someone would just call me or send me a letter or a care package or just something simple, you know, just to let me know that I wasn't alone because being deployed, you really, you really are living a whole different life than those of your friends and your family back home. And it feels like people don't really get that. So with my nurses, I always try to make them feel like, hey, you're loved, you're cared about, like people are thinking about you. So I think in that way, it really ties back to me being able to be empathetic to my nurses who are working long shifts. Interesting. I, I, I mean, I figured there was probably something there, but actually hearing you say it out loud, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Atlas is certified veteran owned by Novoba, the national, the national Association of Veteran Owned Businesses, because of our president, Steve Ryan, who served in the Air Force. Was that important to you or how do you, when you chose us as your, as your next career choice, was that important to you or how do you, how do you view that as you go through your everyday recruiting life? Yeah, I think it's super important to me because it's like I was talking about with my nurses being able to trust me in terms of like me understanding them being on the front line. For me, it's 
that camaraderie is there. When you're in the military, you know, you make those bonds, those lifelong bonds, and you know that those are people you can trust who can always have your back. And so working for a company that's veteran-owned is important to me because of that. Okay, I'm going to give you, you this camera, this camera, this camera right here. Okay. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why you should be their next recruiter. Sure. So my name is Alicia Caracella. I'm a recruiter here at Atlas Med Staff. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old kiddo who's my best friend. Um, he's the mini version of me. I've got an Australian Shepherd. Um, we spend most of our time outside. I like to go for runs, so I take the dog. I take um, my son with me, and we just kind of go out and hit the trails. Um, so that's just kind of a little bit about me and what I do um, in my free time. And I think that I would be a great recruiter um, for any nurse because I'm available all the time. Um, the only hours I'm not available are when my son's getting ready to go to bed and um, eating dinner. I'm always available. I text, I call back. Um, I'm empathetic. I'm just here for my nurses. I'm always here to just provide a listening ear. Um, I send out uh, weekly emails. My, my nurse is probably here for me more than they like to hear from me because I send out weekly emails and I just let them know, hey, um, your mental health is important. Hey, um, did you take time for yourself this week? Hey, here's a couple of reminders that are housekeeping items, but we can keep this fun. Here's a picture of me and my kid and my dog out on a trail. Um, I just try to keep it very personal so that my nurses know that I'm a person too and that you can trust me. There you go. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Hopefully, very soon, within the next couple of months, then I can see your face as I walk down the uh, the aisle, like when you first started. How long were you yes, here in the beginning? Maybe a week? I was here for a week for training, and I was here for a day and a half before I, I was told to pack up my stuff and go home. <laughs> thanks, COVID. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for being with us <laughs> thank today. Thank you. So we'll see you next week.